So this was in the earlier part of my journey of when I opened up my business and I started doing readings and, you know, being paid to do readings. And um, I had a gentleman come to me. I was only about two years in. And at that time, I wasn't really being myself. I was being very conservative. So I wasn't dropping F-bombs. Like, you know, listen, I just have to be me. And I'm not being offensive, but sometimes I'll slip out a curse or whatever. I'm just being me. I'm Italian. I'm, you know, I. I I can't even help it sometimes. But um, for the most part, being very conservative, very soft-spoken. The guy's mother stepped forward. I was giving him all her information. He had a couple of other spirits too, but his mother was the main one that he wanted to hear from. She stepped forward. This guy, you know, I was giving him, his mother showed me what, I looked, what she looked like, and she was giving me evidence of her life and how she passed and all these things. And he's just acknowledging, yes, 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 yes. I'm not sure, whatever you're not sure of, just write down, you'll remember it later. Um, and just before the spirit was about to be done and I was about to wrap up the reading, she gave me the finger. And I was like, I was like, my face dropped and I'm like, oh shoot. I'm like, what do I do? Like, why did she do that? Cause that never happened to me before. And I'm going, why did she do that? Do I tell him? Do I, do I say this to him? And I says, I, I can't withhold information. So I said, listen, sir, I don't know how to tell you this. And it's a little strange because this never happened to me. I says, but your mom gave me the finger. He was laughing so hard to the, to the point of tears. And welcome everybody to Haunting Live podcast this week. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you tuning in and watching us live here this week. Uh, we do have a special guest joining us just a minute here or so, but I want to thank everybody so much for their recent subscribes to our channel here on YouTube. We are so very close to our goal this week of reaching 500 subscribers by the end of this month. And we are so very close to that. Thank you so much for everybody that has subscribed recently. Once we do reach that 500 goal, we are going to do a giveaway here on the channel, something from our merch store for you guys to have. And uh, we'll pick a winner, and um, that will be once we reach the 500 subscribers, hopefully by the end of this month. So uh, thank you guys so much for that. And if you like our content here, don't forget to also to hit that like button. That does help us out as well here on YouTube. But uh, yeah, thank you guys, and happy first day of spring. This is the spring edition, first episode of the spring equinox today. And uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for joining us today. Today we have a special guest talking to us all the way from Arizona in the USA. Her name is Pam Sears. Uh, so let's welcome Pam to the show. Hi, everybody. Hi, Pam. How are you? I'm awesome on this uh, spring equinox. It is the spring equinox, and it's about time. We had a long, drawn-out winter this year, so we're happy to see some of that snow go away finally. Yes. Uh, well, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to talk to us today all the way from the U.S. We appreciate that so much. And um, 
tell us a little bit about how you started getting into the field of, um, I believe you're into um, intuitive readings and also energy work. So talk a little bit about how that came about from your career. Yeah, I, I was in the corporate world for a long, long time. Um, I wasn't happy there, but there was money to be made and benefits to have and, you know, children to raise. And to make a long story short, I wouldn't leave and I wouldn't like leave. So I got fired. And I was stunned that, you know, who, who would dare fire me? And I've had my friends say, congratulations, now you can go do what you're supposed to do. And I didn't know at that point what that might have been. But during my swimming in the pool, I was doing my laps. And I was like, where do I go? Where, where do I belong? And this deep male voice said, massage college. And I stood up in the pool. There was nobody there. So I wasn't sure who was talking to me. So at age 40, I started a whole new career, went to massage college and started working with chiropractors. That's cool. So you had guidance from the start. You had a spirit guide of some sort sort of pushing you into a new career after you left your old one. Um, how right. was that for you? Was it kind of shocking to hear that voice saying, go do it this? It was. I mean, you know, I, I was born a medium, and I but I had blocked it when I was a child. I came from a violent household, and things were just, you know, I just tried to put that up. But I was never totally blocking it, so there was always someone talking to me. I just didn't know who that was. And, you know, what was interesting is when I started doing the massage work, and working with a chiropractor, uh, as spirit works with us, um, when the student is ready, the teacher comes and there was an elderly gentleman that came to get massage work. There was something about him that was so different. The, the white hair, the, the most crystal blue eyes I'd ever seen. So he's on the table and he's telling me he has this shoulder problem. And I said, OK, I can do blah, blah, blah. And he said to me, no, we're going to do something different today. And I thought. I'm the massage therapist. You're trying to tell me how to do this work. So it took a while for him to convince me, but he wanted me to place my hand above the area and feel the energy. And, and you know, finally, I, I stopped arguing with him. I was, I'll humor this old guy, right? So I placed my hand above and I felt the discrepancy where the injury was. And he said, I want you to take your hand and move this energy around. And it was like so... It felt right, but I didn't know what I was doing. And then afterwards, I looked at him and I said, well, who are you? Where did you come from? And he just smiled at me and he goes, I'm just a traveler. And then later on, I kind of understood a little more about travelers. But that particular moment in time, he started me on the energy healing work and not just doing massage. Incredible. Wow, very creepy and kind of weird that just this strange man shows up and tells you how to start doing your own job that you learned in school, how to do massage therapy. So um, definitely a weird stranger to come into your life at that time. Yes. Um, do you think he was trying to teach you Reiki? Is that what he was teaching yeah. you? Yes. In fact, when he when he said to me, so, you know, you're not touching, you're above the body and you're feeling this energy. And he goes, I'm here to tell you that it's time to do the work. It's time to do the work. And I didn't fully understand what he meant at that point. But he started me on this new journey of 
you know, beyond massage and doing the, the Reiki and the therapeutic touch, and then eventually working with my guides and my angels, and then eventually doing the psychic medium work. Incredible. So what led you from doing massage therapy then to get into doing um, intuitive readings and energy work? Is that sort of the same thing? Did you learn it at the same time or did something jump you from one to the other? Something, some, when I began to, um, you know, I, I, I left the chiropractor's office and I began to work with hospice. So I was, you know, helping those transition and during that time when I was doing massage work I started to hear messages come in at the same time that I was doing this work so it kind of moved me into you know oh my gosh I'm doing this work and I'm going to have a message and you know do you want to hear this message and it was incredible because I was already in their energy field at that time and and to hear messages so that's kind of how it started me Okay, that does make sense more because there had to be some connection for you to jump from doing strictly massage work into the field that you're in now. So, yes. and working with hospice, that doesn't make sense that you would naturally take that kind of work. Right. Yeah. Uh, did you have a lot of experiences in hospice where you're working with people like that and starting to work in the field of um, energy work? Um, did you have connections to spirit at that point? Yes. Um, you know, when, when, and of course, you know, having my own mother pass and I was able to be a part of that transitioning, I was able to help other family members when their family members were transitioning. But I, I felt presences and uh, when they were getting ready to cross, I felt the energies and it was like a total different world. Um, it, it totally made me not fear dying whatsoever. None. Yeah, I think that's one of the big benefits of this kind of work is you yourself get to be more aware of what it is. You're not only helping other people, but you yourself have that sense of, you know, what's happening here. Um, you're learning right. at the same time, basically. Now, there was a hospice patient. This is an interesting story because um, I, I was taking care of him and he always loved cooking shows. And he would say, Pam, get up, change the station. Let's work on the cooking shows. So I got up to change the station and someone kind of nudged me gently from behind. I knew there wasn't anyone else in the room. And I said in my mind, who is this? And she said, it's Barbara. And I'm like, okay. So I, I turned around, started working with my patient and she said to me out of the blue, did I ever show you a picture of my wife? She passed five years ago. And I said, no, you didn't. And he showed me the picture and he goes, her name is Barbara. So I knew Barbara was there to take him home to the other side. And within a week, he was gone. That's really interesting that uh, he had somebody there already that you, I guess, sensed at that time was there as well. So, Right. So um, so how did you jump then from doing that kind of work to getting more in depth into your own work that you do nowadays, which is more energy work, I take it, or do you do more of the um, yeah, intuitive? I felt, you know, I, I was still doing a lot of uh, mediumship work in, in person. Um, I was working at a, a holistic place for a little while. So as I was doing, you know, energy work there, I was getting more and more connected to the messages. and. You know, I felt like I was supposed to be doing something different. And so the pandemic hit. Okay. 
And I mean, I've been already been doing the mediumship work, but the pandemic hit and it made me realize that I wasn't going to be doing any more of the massage work. Um, I decided to sell my house in Phoenix and move up north where I was drawn. That's where my soul was drawn. Okay. So and I, at that point, I was doing more part-time mediumship than anything else. So placing myself up north, um, I began to, it's like I got cracked wide open doing even more. And all of a sudden, I found myself, um, well, placed in places that I didn't know God was going to put me, you know, like, like, um, I'm a volunteer park ranger at my sacred place called the Montezuma Well. And um, that was one of the reasons why I wanted to make the move so that I could be closer to that vortex and that sacred place. And so it was like, when I started to do that, and I showed up, and the spirits behind me were like, <clears throat> welcome home, sister. And there was a voice that said, you are the protector uh, of people. And they gave me, med you know, some, um, you know, I call it their medicine. And um, I just felt like that was another shift for me being in that. I, I had no idea they were going to be speaking to me from this place. That's really cool. It sounds like a bunch of different shifts happened at the right time in your life for you to go from corporate to massage as a step to starting your mediumship into yeah. working at the place where you're supposed to be at now in your time of life. So um, how does it feel now to be where you're at and working at the place you're working? How does it feel I, to you? I feel I feel extremely grateful. And um, there is, you know, there's that aspect of knowing that I came to do this work to help people to bring comfort, to educate, you know, that we do go on to the other side. Um, to bring some comfort where people, you know, especially I've had mothers who've lost their children. And so being able to bring forth that information, it was like, and I'll, I'll share something quickly in um, being, I do my lives on Instagram and on TikTok. And I was on Instagram, you know, getting ready to bring forth some messages for whomever I didn't know. And it, all of a sudden, I felt the presence of my mother, who had crossed over back in 2003. And I'm like, wow, mom doesn't just hang out. And she was very, very strong. And she said, tell them a story, tell them the story. And I said, well, which one, mom, you have a lot of stories. And she said, I want you to tell them the story about how she was married five times. She was never loved the way she wanted to be loved. Three months before she passed from cancer, an old love came back into her life and they reconnected and she found the love that she'd always wanted. She only had it for three months that maybe that was her reasoning for, and that was her journey. And when she showed up and it's on my Instagram and I'm like, everyone was so excited to know that that was a beautiful story and that there was hope for people thinking they're alone, which you as well as I know that we're never alone. Correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely for sure, especially when you work in this field, you can never have a spare minute to yourself. <laughs> Correct. I mean, people ask me, do you shut it off? And I was like, yeah, I just, yeah. But I, I don't worry about shutting it off or having it open. I do a great deal of uh, walking meditations out in nature. 
Um, and so, you know, we, we do have to like walk away from it and get ourselves clear, um, you know, and I just, you know, but, but to me, this is my life. This is my journey. And, um, you know, yes, I have a private practice, but being able to go on to larger platforms and just give back and um, offer, you know, mediumship, like I was telling you earlier, um, you know, there's more and more people looking for help and answers. And so it would make sense that all of a sudden the spirit put me in to this role as I moved up north away from family and friends. Go figure. Yeah, they probably wanted to isolate you in order for you to focus on what you're supposed to be doing. So especially the timing that happened at the beginning of the pandemic, they wanted you to yeah. isolate so you could focus on who you needed to help when you needed to help them. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, I always trust. It doesn't mean that I always listen, but I try to listen. And I, I know that I came here with something to do and that I'm not going to leave this earth until I do it. So um, once you got into that, then you now moved to your new location. Um, how are things up there where you're living now? Uh, what's the area like there? You know, this is, this is the Prescott area and there is so much awesome energy. Um, now where I'm at, it's not real, um, the work that we do is not real popular because it's, it's, a, it's a country boy, uh, cowboy town. But I mean, a, a, as you well know, the pandemic, we had everything online anyway. But I've been, you know, I go out and I find places like we went hiking up a mountain and then there was nothing but crystals all over the mountain. So this is what's keeping me, I think, being up here is helping me to be grounded. It's helping me to open up even more so. Um, I still enjoy people. I mean, I go to the well. I'm a volunteer park ranger there. So I go and I meet beautiful people. So I get my socialization. Yeah. That's cool that you can do both at the same time. You can have your isolation and be doing your meditation walks and stuff like that in nature to connect. But you also have your full-time job now, which is... Well, I don't know if it's a full-time thing for you, but you can work it at is. the well where you need to be. So, right. Yeah. It. So, so I would honestly say that yes. Right now, my full-time position is as a psychic medium. Um, I'm certainly not retired. I probably will never be retired, and I don't know that mediums would ever be able to retire. No, I don't think so. I don't think there's a clause when you start doing this that you have a certain stop date when you're doing your job. So it's probably right until right. the end. So, And, you know, I was out walk, doing a walking meditation near some boulders and I sat down and, you know, sometimes we don't stop and think about our guides and our angels. And I met a new one that just joined me when I moved up here. So when you get out and you're meditating and because people always want to know who their guides are. And I tell them, Go out in nature, sit quietly, talk to them, listen, ask them what they have to say. Yeah. Um, that's definitely how you have to do it, I think, is just make sure that uh, you connect in the proper way, that your guys are there to help you out as well. So, um, Correct. So let's jump now talk a little bit about what you do day-to-day -day for your clients as well. Um, what is the most 
main thing that you do with your clients? What type of work do you do for them? I think one of the main thing is, you know, and I do, I, I, I have my lives and I have my private practice and, you know, so many of them have so many questions. Like I wasn't there and I feel guilty that, you know, they, they passed away and I wasn't there. So I'm able to bring forth this information from their loved one. Like, Hey, if you were meant to have been there, you, you would have been there. So I think that there's so I help them. I bring some comfort to them. I help answer some questions. Uh, sometimes they'll say, what do they want me to do with their ashes? What do they want? You know, this kind of thing. But one of the things that I think is is awesome about mediumship work is when the loved ones come through and they tell you what's going on on earth. Because so many of them say, do they watch over me? Do they guide me? Do they give me signs and things? Yes. So that happens a lot. in a lot of my readings, I'll say, yeah, you did blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh my gosh, yeah, that I did that. So, and, and I, you know, I think the more people I can reach in that way will help them to understand where do our loved ones go? They go somewhere. And one of the things that I, and I will hold to this until I take my crossing over from what I, from this 30 years of this work that I've been doing, everyone crosses over to the light. We all go to the light. Okay. Doesn't mean that we don't have our karma that we have to deal with, but everyone, you know, and, and many, many family members who've had um, family members who've done their own unaliving, shall we say, they're, I, I, to let them know they're safe. They made it. They're not stuck somewhere. So I, I, the goal, I think, of a medium um, or, or any psychic is we're to leave our clients much happier with some peace, some inner peace and some comfort, not to get them more upset about something or, um, and, and, and if I've had, if I've done that, then I'm happy. Yeah, for sure. I think that's the goal in everybody's life and everybody's job, I think, as well as no matter what field you're in, is to make that person that you're dealing with happy with what they're asking you to do. So whether that's right. being a medium or your full-time job as your career, I mean, your end goal should be to make that person happy that you're working for. So, Right, right. And I didn't, you know, when I moved up here, of course, I didn't know I was going to be in Prescott. I thought I was going to be living closer to the well. Universe is like, no, we're going to really isolate you. And this is where, I mean, everything was just planned perfectly so that I could begin to do. And as soon as I moved here is when I was introduced to TikTok and I was already doing Facebook lives. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. And the word is, you're going to go where the people need you. So there's no point in arguing. Because I learned that a long time ago. You know, we can argue all we want, but. But no, for sure. They have other plans for everybody. They have a certain path that you, they want you to follow. And that's that. So um, speaking of your TikTok, what kind of things do you do on your TikTok for people that follow you? Like, do you do daily videos um, or? I definitely do the daily videos. Um, I do a lot of them out in nature. Um, most of my videos are channeled. I mean, I'm just out and about and they're like, oh, there's this video. So it, it's about, in, my whole goal is to inspire. 
educate, inspire. Um, I do go live maybe every other day. I may be stepping back from doing that. Every, I just, I go on live when I'm guided to. But this, yeah, I do a lot of the videos when I'm out in nature. Um, I help educate. Sometimes I'll even do a little joking. I did a little joking one about my guides and she's not listening and, you know, cute stuff like that. So it's, it's as much as I can bring some inspiration, that's my goal. And today's the perfect day to have you on. It's spring. Everybody needs a bit of inspiration at the beginning of something new, which is today the start of something new. So um, what would you say to people that are maybe stuck in a rut that maybe need something new to do um, now that spring is here? What would you say to them? Well, now that spring has started to come up, I want as many people as can be to go outside, to go outside in nature. One of the things is if you feel stuck and you don't feel grounded and you're just like, I don't know what to do. So what 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 I do is I go outside and if it's warm enough, I do take my shoes off so the feet can touch the ground. I love to be near, near trees, as you can see, my little tree of life. And I just get myself grounded. I, I do imagine that the white light is flowing in through the body down into the ground in Mother Nature. And we get roots to our feet, just like the roots of a tree, and that can keep us grounded. Um, wearing red is a beautiful color to wear to get grounding going. Um, I actually, there's there's something that I started a while back, and if, if, especially if you have a question and you can't seem to get an answer and you feel stuck, if you get yourself a mandala coloring book, an adult coloring book, get the mandala one, pick a mandala to color, just sit down and say, okay, here's my question. And then you don't think about the question anymore. You just color in the mandala. By the time you're done coloring that, you'll have your answer. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. That's really cool. I don't uh, do those myself, but I think it might be something cool to start trying if somebody's especially stuck on an idea or maybe they had to have a mental blockage that they need to be unblocked. Um, that might be right. a good way to do that. Right. Now, journaling too. Journaling is really important. You know, just, well, what do I write about? Just start writing about your day or how things happen. That's also a good way to help get unstuck. Yeah, that's true too. Actually, even if you're having experiences and you're not sure what to do, that's often what we tell people that are having paranormal experiences is to do a daily journal of things that have happened to you so you can understand and kind of realize what's happening. So we do the same Correct. here. Yeah. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so before I let you go today, Pam, is there anything you'd like to talk about promotional wise that you've been working on? Any projects um, that you have I ongoing? Have, I, I have a couple of books and um, the first one, um, the white dove has always been an, uh, my spirit animal. And I, uh, this one's called Whispers of the White Dove. It's inspirational poetry. Yeah, they're on Amazon. Heart of the White Dove is the second book. Uh, it won a five star award. And I, you know what, I'm just going to say this briefly because I put it off and put it off publishing thinking nobody would care about my work, okay? Um, I thought I'll publish it before I die and then leave it to my kids and grandkids. And then I was, uh, I had a temporary journey with cancer and I realized that tomorrow wasn't promised. So I published this one and a year later that one. So that's what I love to tell people is, you know what, tomorrow's not promised. If there is something that you want to do, do it. And then I decided I, in nature, I get heart rocks. 
And I took some of my favorite heart rocks and I made them into heart rock oracle cards. I, I would go out and I would see the heart and I would take a picture and I would get a message. So then I took, well, there's about, I think I added 11. This is my third edition, but it's kind of a nice little affirmation deck that I have that if people are ever interested, um, they can send me uh, an email. And also I'm working on my third book, which is going to be my first children's book. Spiritual. It's going to be spiritual. Yeah. It's really cool. There's not a lot of things out there, I don't think, for children to start getting into the field, or especially for parents that think their children have abilities and are unsure what to do or how to guide them. So I think that would be a really amazing thing. I'm excited. Yeah. When do you expect that one to be ready? Um, we're we're hoping uh, we're hoping to have it done by first part of 2023. So we'll we'll see. That's my goal. Well, thank you very much, Pam. It's been wonderful having you on the show today. Uh, very inspirational for the first day of spring, especially. So uh, wonderful you to be here telling us some stories about your career and um, how you got into being an uh, intuitive reader and also an uh, energy worker. So thank you so much. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Yep. been wonderful having you. Have a great rest of your weekend and take care and we'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. And uh, that was Pam Sears joining us from the U.S. today and uh, thanking her so much for being here on our spring edition of Haunt and I podcast. It is the first day of spring today, so glad you guys could all be here to join us and have watched the episode today. And um, also for Pam being our guest this week. Very inspiring and uh, what she had to say today on the show. So thank her again. Um, but thank you guys also for being here. And uh, we have had a lot of new subscribers lately to our channel, so that's a wonderful thing you guys are doing for us to help us out. We love you guys for doing that. And if you like our content here each and every week, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and the like button as well, because that helps us out here on YouTube also to grow. So um, if you miss us here on the live show each and every week, we do have a new guest each and every week on the live show. Um, you can also listen to us on your favorite podcast app which is any of the apps out there just search for haunting live you'll find us there you can listen to us whenever you have time or you can also catch us on the Rhode Island Broadcasting Network, which is on their Facebook and YouTube. They uh, replay our weekly episodes every week on Wednesday nights for us at uh, 10 o'clock. So you can check us out there as well. Uh, with that, guys, thank you so much for being here on Haunting Live Podcast this week. We appreciate you tuning in and checking us out. And don't forget to also check out our official website, which is hauntedlightpodcast.com. On there, we have all of our content from past shows, as well as our YouTube videos and our merch store as well, where you guys can get some cool paranormal gear uh, that we have for sale, mostly in the spiritual area. We have things like crystals, pendulums, and uh, other things like that for cleansing materials as well that you guys can use each and every day in the paranormal field. So we have that stuff for you right on our website to purchase directly if you need that kind of thing. So we we appreciate you checking that out as well. But with that, guys, thank you so much for being here today and checking us out on Haunting Live Podcast. We'll be back here uh, next week with a brand new guest for you to listen to and uh, check out. And we'll see you guys next week. Take care, guys. Have a great rest of your week. Um, and began working with healing of the land and 
because it felt like such a massive project, started teaching everyone who wanted to learn. From childhood, I would see spirits, and I just felt like they were the extra people in my home. I had a hard time like sharing that. Uh, I grew up in the Bible Belt in South Carolina, and it's just not cool. <laughs> or it's frowned upon, it's, it's demonic, or ooh, you know, scary. I've always been a spooky kid. Um, I love everything paranormal. I can't, I don't have a memory where I didn't believe in magic and the paranormal. I use my intuitive abilities to help people identify their inner self. So have a deeper self-awareness. And through that, I'm able to um, help them see different perceptions and different um, belief systems that might be preventing them, you know, exploring their journey.